This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Naperville JCs, Century Walk Corporation, and the Pete Elman Big Band. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing the Naperville JCs are Arena Gujek and Kat Stapleton. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Arena, you're a little bit new. I haven't met you before, so I'd love to hear how you got involved with the Naperville JCs. So I got involved through my family. The only way that I would be able to see my family is if I went to the last fling because they were all working security. Ah! So. I would naturally just be there, and eventually when I got old enough, I'd start picking up shifts. So I just loved being able to hang out with my family. Nice. And what's the best part for you? I mean, obviously hanging out with your family is nice. What do you like so much about the JCs? I like the fact that there's so many people you get to meet, you get to meet new friends, you get to help out. So when somebody asks you to do something or they need help in a certain area, it's like, okay, sure, I can go do this. Yeah, you need this, I'll be there. Nice. Nice. Well, Kat and I know you have practically your children have been, I won't say born at the fling, but they have been very much a part of the fling. And that's sort of talk a little bit about that because it's kind of a generational thing, right? Absolutely. Um, I think we want to set a good example for our kids that, you know, giving back and being a part of something is just kind of natural to um, our family. So, you know, the kids come to the fling and all of our other events that we have with the JCs and they love it. They're a part of it, um, but it's also teaching them, you know, good ways to give back, be involved in the community. Um, so we just, we'll, and we'll be bringing them to the fling as well, because it's important to us. Yeah, I think that's true. And we know an, a number of families who've been a big part of the JCs over the years, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, talk a little bit, Kat, you know, because you mentioned about setting a good example and impact in the community, but talk specifically about the impact the last fling has had in the community over the years. Absolutely. So I believe this is year 58 of the last fling, uh, Naperville last fling, which is pretty cool. Um, so the fling is our biggest fundraiser of the year. It's the big kickoff to the end of summer. Um, and by, you know, having an awesome party, what we're really doing is, you know, getting funds that we can give back to our community and uh, the not-for-profits that we help support because that's so important too. Um, so it's just a great way for families to come out, have a good time. Uh, we have, you know, Family Funland. We have our food vendors. We have a business expo. Um, we certainly have music in a couple different areas. Um, of course, Carnival and then our big parade on Monday. So lots of events for families to enjoy and have fun. But really, the big impact is by those funds that we're generating. We're donating those back um, to the community. Yeah, so. and that's really important. I mean, you're a nonprofit service organization, but you're raising those funds to give back to other social service, arts. Do you have a particular area of focus this year, or is it just in general? No, we really want to help um, provide what we can to whoever we can. So there is a donation process, and we have a donation committee that um, vets those out, and we talk to those not-for-profits and the areas that do need help. Um, so we really try to help as many as we can, specifically around you know the Naperville community and surrounding areas. Um, so it's really rewarding to be able to do that, um, and that's really kind of what this is all about. It's 
you know, having a great time, but ways to give back. Um, we also do give back to the community too in different ways. So, you know, we have the JC Smart Park. Um, you know, we've given money to uh, the Bandshell in Naperville. Um, we have JC Marina. So just a few of the many things that we um, are able to donate back to into our community besides just those, you know, not-for-profits and, and those areas as well. Yeah, you've certainly helped gift a lot of amenities into the community. I know a lot of people, particularly in the summer months, love that smart park. It's yes. a great location. Yeah. Nice nice to be able to work outside a little bit, right? I agree. Get yeah. some fresh air. Yeah. yeah. Arena, um, for this fling, and obviously we know your family is going to be working security, but how can other people get involved and volunteer with you? Well, on our website, we have a volunteer sign-up, and there are many areas that you can sign up. If something looks of interest, by all means, try out a shift. If you like it, sign up for more. Um, there are plenty of opportunities. Okay, so give us a little bit of an idea, if you would, because I think often people think, okay, well, what, would, what might I be doing? So I know serving in the beer tent, if you're of legal tender age, uh, is something, because we have done that before uh, here at NCTV. What might be some other kinds of volunteer opportunities? Some other opportunities would be doing ID checks, because we've got to make sure people gain alcohol, they're of the right age. Another aspect is being there in the food tent, so serving out food. Those are very in need areas. Okay, wonderful. And the shifts are typically about how long? So, you know, if I, obviously some people are there all weekend. I see the same people there and they're really working hard all weekend. But what might be, if I'm like, oh, I've only got a little bit of time this weekend, What? how big are the shifts? How long are the shifts? Uh, there are shifts that are three hours long and then they can go as long as six hours. Okay, okay, all right. So we should get out there and volunteer, right? Absolutely, I think, um, you know, our volunteers have fun just like us uh, running, you know, the fling, and they're so greatly needed. So um, volunteers are, are what help us run this um, fling every year. So uh, any help that can be provided is awesome. Um, we also have sponsorship opportunities as well, too. So if it's time that you don't have but you want to, you know, sponsor, um, we certainly have that as well, and that's on our website, too. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Now, you talked a little bit about the fact that obviously, I, and I think the JCs are exceptionally well known for the last fling, but you do a lot of other stuff, including the grants that you talked about. Give us a little bit of an idea, Kat, about the organization in general, who belongs, when your sure. meetings are, how do I get involved beyond just the last fling? Yeah, absolutely. We are so much more than the last fling, even though that is our largest fundraiser. Um, our group does things all year, all year round. So the Naperville JCs is the junior chamber. Um, but all ages can be a JC. Um, those who are a little more seasoned are our roosters, like myself. <laughs> um, so you do not have to be a young professional to be part of the organization. But it does focus on that because we want to build um, leaders through philanthropy and volunteerism. Um, and so some of the events we also do is our Easter egg hunt. Uh, which we have 14,000 eggs that we spread out and are gone very quickly um, for kids, and that's a great event. Um, we have Lobster Day uh, over, you know, um, Mother's Day weekend typically. Um, and then, of course, our fling. We also have other things in there like um, Santa pet pictures. There's all kinds of, of events and things that we do throughout the year to be involved. Um, so really there's something for everyone when you come in. Our meetings are the second Tuesday of every month. Um, they start at 7 p.m. and it's about an hour long, but we welcome everyone coming in. 
Um, after your second meeting, we can sign you in and swear you in as AJC, um, which is awesome. And then we can just see how you want to help or what you might be interested in. So just come to our meetings They're at the VFW in Naperville. Uh, we'd love to have everyone come and check us out. Nice. I like that. Do I get a badge if I, you know, when I'm sworn in? <laughs> no, you don't. No badge. Okay. <laughs> no badge necessary. No badge. Okay. <laughs> There's All right. Pin. <laughs> we, we could work on a pin. You could work on one? Okay. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Well, listen, hey, I wish you all the best for the last fling this year. It's always, like you said, a great way to wrap up the end of the summer. We're excited to be with you on Labor Day for the parade, uh, streaming live here. So uh, thank you for coming by. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. And if you are interested in learning more about the Naperville JCs, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Century Walk Corporation are Bram Baboski and Lou Breeze. Welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Now, Brand, it's been going 25 years, 50 pieces of public art. Talk a little bit about what you've got going now that's furthering your mission. Well, thank you uh, again for having us here. And actually, we were in our 27th year. Uh, and we have just completed with Gold Star Memorial our 53rd location. We changed the name from, from a piece to location because at many of our locations we have more than one piece of art. Ah. A good example would be at the settlement where we have the horse, the boy, and the dog. Three sculptures by three different people. Okay. And many of our murals consist of several panels, so they're large. And uh, we completed... Uh, Naperville Sports Notables, uh, which I just have this little fold out here, but this is down on the north side of the Sullivan Building. It's two panels, and it celebrates two things. One is the 100th year anniversary of Naperville Country Club, yeah, and uh, which is quite a uh, quite an achievement, accomplishment. You won't find many country clubs or cities that have their own country club with that age on it. And then what we have is uh, Naperville graduate high school athletes who distinguish themselves on the international or national stage, such as Sean Payton, a football coach, won a Super Bowl, Kenneth Parker, Evan Lysacek, Anthony Parker, and others. The interesting thing about this mural is it's, it's, it's Naperville like today. 
Uh, we started 27 years ago, so we have uh, the uh, we have 15 athletes. The athletes uh, six are uh, women, uh, six are people of color, and the sports. There's about 11 different sports or aspects of it. Ages as well, from up to 83. Harry Callis, who was announcer, Fort okay. Frick announcer, uh, all from Naperville schools. Yeah, it's an incredible story. It's there. And it's ever-changing because we're adding to it. We'll be adding to it all the time. So that's wonderful. That's where we are. And then uh, we uh, started with the Gold Star. And uh, this man here is the person who headed it up. And I'll just conclude with saying that that's what we're here for, for public art. Uh, people and the citizens and community, the Heritage Society has come to us, of course, Park District and uh, the Masons. Others have come to us, and we've helped them establish a piece of permanent public art. Yeah. So. That's wonderful. Well, on that, on that latest one, I mean, we have a very rich history of uh, sporting athletes and a lot of tradition involved in that. But tradition, let's talk a little bit about that, Lou, and, and sacrifice. Uh, tell us a, why you felt that the Gold Star Memorial was so important to get started. Four years ago this summer, uh, I had the pleasure and the honor to attend the uh, 20th uh, anniversary uh, celebration of the Medal of Honor Foundation. And one of the 21 Medal of Honor recipients that were there was a Marine Corps legend personified. Chief Warrant Officer, fourth class, or CWO4, Herschel Woody Williams. Woody Williams is renowned throughout the Marine Corps, I'm a Marine, for his actions during Iwo Jima in World War II. The day that they raised the flag, his company was under withering, killing, hostile fire. And time after time, he would go out behind enemy lines, just him and his flamethrower in a 45, and take out enemy positions. Finally, after the fourth one, the company was able to move forward and take its position. What a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, you know, a legend, a living legend at okay. that time. He, yeah. Sorry to say he passed away last year, but uh, he was the oldest living recipient of the Medal of Honor, uh, the only World War II uh, recipient that was, was alive at that time. Okay. And so that mm. was sort of your the spark to get that going. Well, you know, it's, it was. We talked about his foundation, and I... I go, geez, I, I'd love to get involved in something like that. I think our, our city of Naperville would, uh, would take this with open arms. So I, I went to the only person and organization that I knew that had the background of doing this, and it was Brandt. Okay. And we sat down and we talked about it. He welcomed it again with open arms. Uh, I formed a, a, a small committee and from there, we moved forward. So you persevered. We you did. got it here. You got it up. You had a wonderful dedication yeah. last month. What do you hope, Lou, that it will do for the community? Well, Woody's idea and my idea, I, I, I've seen way too many people lose their life in, in the service of our country. I spent uh, 26 months in the Republic of Vietnam. I... I, I, I I celebrated my 20th and 22nd birthday there. Uh, we lost a lot of kids. And 
we owe it to them and to their families that we never forget their service. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And it's, it's Naperville's way. We have 127 kids that lost their life that were from Naperville. With that, there are 254 sets of, of, of parents. Uh, with that, God knows how many spouses, mm -hmm. how many children, how many brothers and sisters that these people had, but it's a lot. Yeah. And, and, and we're here to, to celebrate what they did for us. Well, thank you for doing that, and thank you for your service. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Brian, you're, you're evolving in uh, the work that you're doing. You know, as you said, 53 mm -hmm. locations, not pieces of art, I learn. Um, so in those locations, obviously, maintenance is an important part and, and balancing that with new development. So say a little bit more about how you're uh, managing that portfolio. Well, <clears throat> yes, when we started the 27 years ago, initially we had three locations. Uh, as it evolved, it got more and more up to the 53, but also older and older. And so as time goes on, uh, your murals will fade, especially if they've got the ultraviolet from the sun and whatnot. Uh, the, the sculptures, the weather will uh, greet them and, and do things like that, so they have to be oiled up every so often. And then, of course, you, sometimes you do have some vandalism. Uh, we've been very fortunate in that regard. Uh, we, uh, we've had some uh, lately that's a little more extensive, uh, but uh, so our, our budget from the city basically that was passed a, a year ago, we're in our second year of three years, was 50,000 for maintenance and 100,000 toward uh, new, new work. <laughs> I think that as we see it now that will eventually change where the heavy part of the funding will have to be for the maintenance. Sure. Uh, to keep the things, because art that's run down and uh, is, is it art, it isn't what we want. Right. And uh, so that's, that's where we're at. We're working with the city now as we project for the balance of this year and for next year to create some new art as well. Yeah, but what you got up your sleeve? It's, Anything it's, you're gonna tell us about? <clears throat> well, we'd like to do something uh, with the Beidelman building. I guess I can say that, the wall that has 10 uh, bricked over windows. Oh yeah, uh, we've okay. We've had some uh, options to do that. Uh, also, we'd like to work with North Central College uh, and, and commemorate uh, the Martin Luther King uh, experience or when he came here in 1961. Yeah. Uh, we tell Naperville stories. That's a great Naperville story. And of course, the Beidelmans is the oldest business in town. Yeah. Uh, back to 1861 or something. So try to tie that in, but we can do it with new features and things of that sort. Uh, <clears throat> what we want to do then yet this fall is uh, conveniently uh, pick up on our prior uh, Century Walk. Um, the coffee uh, book. The coffee table book. But then uh, we have what uh, was patterned after the Art Institute is a pocket guide uh, that will have all 53 locations and a little bit about them and the artists and, of course, where to find them. So we're going to have a pull-out map, and it's very interesting to see that though we're throughout Naperville, most of the locations are within downtown and a couple of blocks thereof at the train station, where we have two veterans' memorials, yeah. the Doughboy and the Sailor Boy, and um, also then at the high school, at, at Central High School. So uh, that's what we, we have a sponsor for this, 
where we'll be printing it up here, uh, and hopefully in the next uh, two months or so, we'll have it out for distribution. That's awesome. And I'll tell people and. Uh, People will be able to walk it. They'll be able to look at it, walk it, learn well, about it. When you have somebody come in from town or your kids are getting antsy or something like that and say, what are we going to do today? You say, guess what? <laughs> we could go and spend a whole day and maybe more checking out this art, learning a little bit about history, and it's free. Yes. And it's 24-7, 365. That's our mission, to create the art throughout Naperville. And uh, uh, we're going to continue to do that, but with a with a balance and, and things that people want to see and do. So thank you so much for coming by. We really appreciate it and all that you're doing for public art here in Naperville. And to find out more about the Century Walk Corporation, please go and visit their website. In the meantime, don't go away. We'll be right back after a few short messages. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Pete Elman Big Band are Pete Elman and Craig Rosalib. Nice to have you with us. Thanks for having us, Jane. Absolutely. Now, Pete, let's talk a little bit about some of the events that your group plays at regularly. Where's the band hanging out? Uh, well, we play weekly at a place called The Venue, and uh, that's usually from 7.30 till 9. But uh, recently, we just got done doing a fundraiser for Loaves and Fishes, and it's been a really fun event. I think this was our sixth time doing it. And uh, it's catered by Mason Sabika. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun for us because the crowd, it's different than what we normally do. It's an outdoor event and uh, the music just kind of carries in the neighborhood. It's just a beautiful thing and raises a lot of money for loaves and fishes. Yeah, I, I've been to that and it, and it does. The atmosphere is quite something, right? Yeah, yes yeah. it is, yep. Craig, you, you are doing a lot of stuff with students. Tell us what you're doing. Thank you. I'm uh, a retired band director, and uh, so I'm a member of the band that I play saxophone with. And I also, uh, at post-retirement, I'm working at Oswego High School, and I have students in after-school programs that come out um, and actually do concerts at, uh, in, at the venue. And that's the way it works. Each week, uh, different high schools or junior highs will come out and perform ahead of the 7.30 time slot for Pete's band, and they get to play in a place where their parents have to pay money to hear them perform. I love that! And then, because that's the mark of professionalism, <laughs> and then uh, get to hear the students stay and hear the big band, Pete's big band, so they get to hear the professionals play the music that they're working on as students. That's the big benefit, is getting to hear a higher level of where they're at, so they can be encouraged to keep practicing and getting better. What a wonderful experience! Yeah, it is. I've seen that work really well with the students that I have. I'm doing the second and third jazz band at Oswego, and that's freshmen uh, and sophomores who aren't quite as experienced. 
and they get to come out and hear that, and then I get to hear hear me play as well. After, oh, that's nice. So, so it great, it works great for me too. So yeah. Now I, I see that you've got some guest artists. So tell us a little bit about your guest artists. Yes, when uh, um, the band performs at the venue, we will often bring people there uh, to perform with us. We recently did a concert with Steve Wiest, trombone player. And last Christmas, we performed with Jeff Coffin, a saxophone player, who's uh, part of the Dave um, Matthews. Dave Matthews band. That's oh, right. there we go. So All he, right. he's a big deal. And, uh, and then when I bring my grooves out, what we'll do is have a member of the band. There are several members of the band, uh, Dave Katz, for one, and Chris Worvey, uh, saxophone player and trumpet player, they will perform solos with our band and then they'll play with the, the big band as well. So they perform with us and then they play again in the big band. So the students get to work with them at our high school and then watch them perform again uh, that night. So it's a, it's a double double benefit there. Yeah, it's a lot of immersion in, in actually, and I mean, I would think for most of those kids, an opportunity there a lot of other kids are not getting at all, right? Right, and they also support each other. When we, we bring the bands from Oswego, there are two groups, and so one is an audience for the other, and then you have all those parents. In fact, one night we sold out the venue with our audience at one, so. Yeah. Oh, they so, were pretty happy about that. They They're were. Like, Keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, let's talk a little bit about your gifts program, because this is something that you've put a lot of time and energy into. So explain what it is. Well, the gifts program stands for Giving Instruments for Teaching Students. And uh, we started that when we did our Christmas album, The 12 Grooves of Christmas. So 50% of all the proceeds from those sales go into the gifts program. And what it does is it allows kids who could otherwise not afford to be in their band or orchestra program to get an instrument and join band or orchestra at the, at the school level. And uh, so far, we've, we've been able to help six students. Uh, there's plenty of money in the fund, though, so I think we'll probably have a lot more come on board this year. And uh, we're also thinking about uh, doing another album or two um, to help support that even more. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're a couple of our concepts. We just did a live album. Uh, it was all Craig's music that he uh, arranged and composed, which was really cool. So that might be one of them, and we might also do uh, uh, Friends of the Pete Elman Big Band, which would include a lot of the guest soloists that we've had over the years. What a wonderful idea. Yeah. Well, and I would think, too, I mean, it, it's like many things for young people, right, that you, your um, understanding or your interest in it often is limited by what you're exposed to. So that hurdle of being able to have an instrument and try it and see, I would imagine that, you know, gets kids in there, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we have uh, at the venue, the groups that come and join us, it's a wide spectrum of uh, income levels, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and so some kids come from high income backgrounds and some of them come from low income backgrounds. But it's amazing, you get them together and they just make music. You yeah. know, it, there's, no, there's not any barriers there, so it's, it's pretty cool. Well, you've given the instrument, and that's right. That's yeah. the first. That's the first step along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned on the album, and so you're fairly sure you're going to do one because oh, I know yeah. your Christmas album was really good. I mean, yeah. we really enjoyed that. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to do it. Um, I, I, it's we. I think we're probably going to do two. Okay. Though. But I don't know how quickly they'll be coming out. Okay. I'll All keep right. you posted. Okay. Now, typically you do a Christmas concert with the Naperville Chorus at the Went. Are we doing that? 
Yes, Should we, we be will. celebrating with you at Christmas time? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be on December 9th and 10th, I believe, are the, the concert dates. Um, it's going to be a little bit different than it's been in the past. There will be a lot of jazz there, but I think we might do some uh, chamber orchestra stuff as well. Okay, so now what? Okay, what's cool. the thinking on that? I always love it when people make an about shift. Why? <laughs> well, there's a, a new conductor of the Naperville Chorus, uh, Reed Taylor is his name, and uh, he's, you know, he's coming in, and, he, and I think he wants to try something new. Okay. That's, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. I like that. Why yeah. not, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it should all be a lot of music. fun. Yeah, it'll be fun for us because um, all of us were trained classically first before we started playing jazz. And uh, so it'll be fun for us to, to do some classical stuff at the same time. Kind of go back in the memory vault and bring that back, right, Craig? Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, listen, keep going with the student stuff. Love that. That's a great program. We wish you all the best with the concerts and keep giving those gifts out. That's a really amazing program. Thank you. We will. Absolutely. And if you would like to have more information about the Pete Elman Big Band, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and follow us on social media. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching. This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank.